Merev Rabbi Yitzai. It's Erevim Kippur. And I'm going to do Chiva. And since all year I speak in Yiddish and some people don't understand. And Erevim Kippur have to be... Unimatir and Nespal Lamavayunem. And also the Pihavayunem and other people that don't understand my Yiddish all year. So we're going to try to speak in English today and not too long. Because it's Erevim Kippur. I'll try to what I think about Yom Kippur. So Yom Kippur is Yom Slicha Mechila. The point of Yom Kippur, or the, the vart of Yom Kippur, is that it's a day of forgiveness, a day of uh, Slicha. Now there's a... I, I want to be... I wanted to clarify this, because we're used to... to uh, some kind of transformation happened at some point, and the focus became from day of atonement, or day of forgiveness, into day of uh, repentance. And uh, that happened uh, from the times of the Mishnah when someone there was Machloikas uh, Tanuim, and some some of them said that Yom Kippur is only Machaper that uh, this forgiveness happens only if you do Shiva. And from this shit, it's only only Machloikas. Not everyone agreed with that at all. Rabbi Rabbi Yakudish, which was uh, the Machaper of the Mishnah, disagreed. He said that Yom Kippur is Machaper even even if you don't do Shiva. But for some reason, the halacha became although there's not not really such a thing as as a psak halacha and these kind of things, as the Rambam said many times, you can't really decide, because God is the one that decides if he should uh, forgive you. It's not a question that a poisik is going to be passed. <laughs> Does him keep it work without, without doing chiva? It's not really a question that we could uh, make a psak about. But since we, people, paskim, or people that are, live on this world, are more focused on what we can do as humans and not as what God does, so somehow they transform the day from the day of forgiveness from day of atonement into a day of repentance and they made the focus of how people should repent and they when they say vidi the focus of the people is usually on how they they regret what they did and they want to become better and all kind of things like that but i kind of think that this is a mistake or at least from where we are from my point of view and really we should uh, go back let's go back to the real pshat to the pshat that it says in the chemish and that it says in the mishnah it is a day of forgiveness and uh, our, in other words, what, what we have to do is first, before we have to do the chiva, which is like a tnai, which is like a condition, if, uh, even according to the shetta that the Kippah needs chiva, it doesn't actually mean that Yom Kippah is chiva, because chiva, chiva is just a fact, chiva is something you can do all year. Yom Kippah, the, the idea of the concept of Yom Kippah is, is the concept of forgiveness. Now, even uh, some paskim or some tanoim said that God is not going to forgive you for free, you have to give him something for that, okay. But there is still a, something called forgiveness here that we should, that we need to understand, that we need to uh, connect to. And in other words, uh, before before we're going to do any repentance, before we change ourselves, before any misfit, before any avoided that people do, there needs to be uh, something. Maybe we can call it a minna, some kind of faith in the fact of forgiveness. And this is not only uh, a drish. The Rambam says that, uh, based on the Gemurah, that Yom Kippur, Aina besides for the condition which is only according to some shittas and it's like a lesser condition we could say of doing chiva there's a condition which is an integral condition which otherwise it doesn't work which is the Yom Kippur only works for people that believe in it and people that don't believe in it it's even worse than someone that doesn't do chiva or you need to do all kinds of different conditions for the chiva but even worse than that and someone that doesn't believe at all in the concept of forgiveness and the concept of forgiveness of Yom Kippur and that's not, I think that in, for us in the modern world, people that live our life today, 
a much bigger problem or a much bigger mania, a much bigger hindrance to our understanding of Kippur than Shiva. Everyone is ready to do Shiva as far as I know. Nobody is trying to be bad. Everyone is trying to be good. But uh, very few people actually believe in the concept of forgiveness. And the world we live in doesn't really believe in the concept of forgiveness. We have all these debates of someone that did a sin 20 years ago, maybe didn't do Shiva, but we don't really believe in this concept of forgiveness. And we definitely don't believe in the concept of God forgiving. In other words, for most people, God is actually the God of judgment. God of uh, God is the thing that, like Kant uh, said, is the thing that that ensures morality. So He's basically the God of judgment. But in the real, in the old religious sense, just as there is God of judgment, there is the God of forgiveness. Just like humans can't really uh, create judgment, can't really create uh, righteousness by themselves, they need like a God to to verify that, to to uh, sign on it, to be behind it. The forgiveness is also something that needs. That needs God to be behind it, and it's a godly, it's a godly thing. And what the first thing that we do on Yom Kippur that I want to do is actually to connect, to somehow uh, connect and somehow uh, recognize and understand uh, this forgiveness. So, like to be mekayim this amina, and I think that a lot of most actually what we did, like in the Besmikdash, they used to do avoid uh, and send the suur to uh, to the azuzel, and that was venusol of azuzel is klavenosav the keli the. The sewer was holding all their all their sins and take it into Azuzal. And this is not we can understand it like in magic sense. Okay, so this actually works and makes it makes it takes Tavaris away. But in a more uh, psychological sense or in a more realistic sense, all these things and the same thing that what you do today. We say Davoidam, we say Mahol Machzir, and we go to Shil the whole day. The point of it is not so much for us to repent because we. I think that that's like the first second. Okay, I repent. But it's really for us to believe or to have a, a picture, or to have some kind of uh, understanding, some kind of agreeing to the concept of forgiving. And for people, it's very hard for people to believe that God forgives them. And in the olden days, when they used to take this uh, this goat and throw him down the mountain until he got ripped up, and like it was like a real live picture, a real live movie of how your sins are getting smashed, and they used to tie the illusions of Zohairis and was red, and they watched, they all watched it become white, and they would all be happy when it became white. That was all to convince people that forgiveness actually exists, that for, to convince people that forgiveness actually happens. And now that we don't do that, that we still talk about it, and we and we daven, and we say all these zmiras uh, and tehitim and stuff, they're all just to create the concept of forgiveness existing. And the Badish Veruv thing, in Kippur night we say, um, and the story goes that the Badish was... Um, was saying davening for a nomad and it gezukt, uh, and he was waiting. Before Vayem Hashem slachti gedurechud, it was like a break of a half hour. I don't know how long, and he was standing there and waiting. And someone, some other tzaddik, said, "That what's he waiting for?" They said that the dishveruf doesn't say Vayem Hashem slachti gedurechud until he actually hears God saying slachti gedurechud. That's not such a story. It's like a nice story, but I think the story is trying to show something, and there's something um, in it that we. Um, now we have to actually like a big avoid, just like the Abedishiru was standing there for an hour and meditating or doing whatever he was doing, until he actually believed that God is saying That's actually what we're doing, and we do five times the same video until you start to believe that yes, it's and that's that's there. We can have medit- We can speak about this in like meditative ways and ways of uh, like the Abedishiru probably himself was. Like trying to actually achieve, trying to be massive, God's slich, or whatever spirit that is, or whatever ilm that is. But I want to speak about it also in a more practical sense, and something that we can actually understand in a more 
simple uh, modern uh, language. And the languages that I, that I think, and this is a language that's based on a lot of Chassid just wouldn't say it, but they just don't say it the way I'm going to say it entirely, is the concept of identity. So nowadays identity became a very popular, very popular, <laughs> popular concept, very popular thing, identity politics, all kinds of things like that. But the concept is actually very powerful and very, uh, and whether we believe that it's something that's given or something that's created, something that's constructed through your thoughts, through your emotions, through however it gets constructed. But the, the concept of identity is an extremely powerful concept. And the concept says that there's a big difference between something I do and something that I am. So someone could say, I do, I like to, to eat pizza or I like to do, have some kind of uh, enjoyment. That's just something that I do. And then there's someone that says, and, and if you're doing something, there's a lot, we can say, okay, so stop doing it. Or we can say, well, that's a bad thing to do. Or there's a lot of arguments against what you're doing. Or people change what they're doing. But when someone comes and says, that's not something I do. This is something I am. Like uh, we did with gay rights and we did with uh, all kinds of subjects. So people started saying, this is not something I do. This is something I am. And when someone says, this is something I am, that's actually, for himself also, it's not just a political argument. For himself, it's something, it's something much more true, it's something much more real, because I can't change, or we could change, but it's an entirely different level of clarity, or a different level of assurance, like a different level of amina, a different level of um, being sure about it. When I say this is something I am, when, uh, whereas when I say this is something I do. And I think that uh, when a lot of Chassid Surim talk about this, that how Yom Kippur, the point of slicha, the point of uh, forgiveness, is not so much to say that this is something you're stopping to do. That's like the plain Shiva. Okay, you did something bad, so stop doing it. It's very simple, very complicated. But what does Spurim say in Sudik and Sudik and Sudik say it in a very clear way, but it's in all, all the Spurim, that the actual point of the Slicha, the actual concept is that we're saying that a Yid or a person, as in Shuma and Nefshir Lekis, is not, is not a Choyta. He is not a thing that sins. He is not a thing that does bad. He is not a thing that makes mistakes. He is a thing that is the Chalik Likamimal. He is a thing that... There's actually total, total goodness, total uh, clearness, total goodness, total spirituality. And if he sins, if he sins, it's a Yisrael Aspeshachotta Yisraeli, which literally says that you sin, but you're still a Jew, you're still Yisrael. Even though you did things, you did all kinds of things all year, but you're still Yisrael, or all kinds of different uh, ways of saying the same thing. And I think that this is a very important uh, thing to learn and to practice. Done when when a person has to actually take this on very a lot of different levels and a lot of different things. Everyone and their uh, struggles or their questions or their um, things that they do. Basically, what we say in Kippur and what we try to understand in Kippur, we try to believe in Kippur, is that I am not a sinner. I am a tzaddik. I am the Zoktisro, the Yid, or the Neshuma, Neshuma Lekis. I am actually Neshuma. I identify with Neshuma. I identify with with the part of me, with the things in me, which, which they exist, and everyone has uh, parts of goodness in them, there's nothing going on, the men just totally bad. And everyone has parts that are good, everyone has parts that, are, that he, wants, he wants to be good, and he says, instead of saying, instead of seeing, seeing everything as different things that I do, and what am I, I don't know what I am. What we do, and what we try to start to believe in Kippur, is that I am the good parts, I am, I am the things, I am the, the Nishoma, I am a Tzaddik, and this is really, the, if you think about it, the, 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 what makes people into tzaddikim, what makes people into... And there's, there's something called a tzaddik, and it's, it's a different kind of person. In other words, tzaddik is not someone that learns more blet dirkemure. That's still a binary in the Tanya's language. And I really like this language, because, not because I want to be a binary, because I want to be a tzaddik. And if you read Tanya, and, and any, it's a, just a concept that Tanya formalized in this sense, but it's uh, all over. The difference between a binary and a tzaddik is not what they do. Both of them 
I'd rather go with the body, go to mommy. Are you crying? Come here, come here. Come here, I'm in the middle of my video. You want to clean the video? Actually, go to mommy, okay? Go to mommy. Are you fell? Okay. Okay, go to mommy, okay? Really? Okay. Okay, now the, what the difference in the Tzadik and the Bani, like the Tanya says, is not what they do. Both of them are theoretically so do learn all day and never do anything bad. But the Tzadik is good, he, what's what he is, and the Bani is not. He, he still is something else. And I think that in order to become a Tzadik, in order to touch a place which is Slicha, something that is uh, forgiveness, which says that you are a Tzadik, you have to start to believe in it. That's the main difference. I don't know if there's a difference at all. And the people that start, that act, walk around as Sadiqim, that they have a t- totally different reaction to everything that happens in the world, that they live on a different level, it, mostly what happened to them is that at some point they started to believe that they're Sadiqim. They started to believe that they're enlightened, or that they're, 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 in the, they're the Nishama. They're not the, the, all the problems that they have. They are actually the good parts that they have, the good parts that they know, and that's them. And all the other things, the things that they do, or things that happen to them, you could even say. I think this is the simple... Uh, even if we talk about the Surah Zul, that's actually simply what they, what it did. When the, they put we put all our sins on the on the Surah, what we're saying psychologically is that all these chatuim, all these uh, all these bad things, all these things that happened to me that I did, they're not me. They're him. They're him. The Yatsahara. The, this idea of Yatsahara that there is a Yatsahara does not really exist. There's no Yatsahara. If you make a paration in someone's heart, you're not going to find the Yatsahara and Yatsahara. But the, what the idea does is that it it separates the identity from the action. It says. My identity is the is me is the Yatzahara is the Neshama and there's the Yatzahara and it's his fault it's his uh, it's his fault that if I sin so it's, it's someone else it's a different identity or it's just things I do or things that happen to me and that's uh, that's basically what the Amin of 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 Yom Kippur is the Amin of of uh, that Yom Kippur only works for people that believe in him it's people that believe that they're God and this is something that happens I mean say it's not something that we believed in last year it's not something we believed in a whole year we take a full day to try to figure out, to try to start believing in that, and each time or each year, in whatever thing we're talk, thinking about this year, whatever level we're thinking about, or whatever struggle we're having, that we start to think that we're actually the good ones, we're actually some of the good ones, we're actually, it's very, it's very healthy, and we're very busy also, and it's also part of this whole thing that the repentance is the thing, that people think that it's a big thing to be self-critical, and always, oh, I'm, I'm really bad, I'm really nothing, it's very not helpful, it's helpful, like once, uh, this is also, I'm going to say, it's very important to know. All this, this old mitzvah of Haruta, and the Banyoyne has like a list of 20 different things of Haruta and yoga and things sad and mad and all kinds of things that you send or that you made some mistakes. It's a mitzvah, and we have to, we have to stop uh, Haruta. People just think self-critical, just being, uh, just judging yourself is, is very easy. It's not a big mitzvah. You can't go to avoid it to, to judge yourself. And the truth is that no, you don't get very far from, from being self-critical. It's not, it's not a good idea. If, if we're self-critical, it has to be like a mitzvah. In other words, you, you believe that there's a mitzvah to have charuta. Okay, so you take a half hour, and you'll go in your bimis boy, and like what the Tani calls betisha, uh, mevachinle, and thinks has all kinds of thoughts about being self-critical. And that's all. And then you yoyt to that mitzvah, and then you go back, and you believe that you are the good one. That's, that's the concept of slicha. And that's actually what, when, when we do these yom kippah, even when we do al-chet, and we say, that we sin, that's, that's like a mitzvah, that's a din, but you have to believe that we sin, and that's for some few minutes we have to say al-chet, okay, but the rest of the day we don't say al-chet, and the rest of the day say what we're actually doing, and with the bruches that we say, is actually saying that we are good, we're not the chet, when we say al-chet, what we're trying to say is that we're not that one, and we're, we're regret it, because it was something that happened to us, and it's a bad thing that happened to us, it was not, not us, but it's very important to know, that's the and 
regret, regret even though regret is, uh, says in all the mitzvahs about Shiva, regret is not a good thing. Regret is a, uh, regret, which is a mitzvah, is, is a mitzvah. It's one a mitzvah. He says, okay, now I'll regret my sins for a half hour. But for most of the day, and most of the time, you're not allowed to be regretting things. That's not helpful. And what we have to do is believe that we, we are good. And this is also, this, I'm just going to finish with this. It's the same thing with Punub Lachavayde. When everyone is busy, and it's very true what the Mishnah says, that Im Kippur is not Machaper only if you're it only helps for and it became such a thing that people walk around the Yom Kippur and they say, are you moichel me, are you moichel me? Such as being silly because they ever, never ask their enemies, they only ask their friends, and of course they're moichel them. It's also kind of the wrong, the wrong thing. It doesn't ever say, I'm Kippur mechapeh, barun lechavayre, atsha yevakesh lichem mechavayre. That's not what it says. It says, atsha yirates chavayre. What it means that if I have a friend or even an enemy, or somewhat, somewhat have an enemy, and we have some fights, and we have some, uh, any relationship there's fights, and every relationship there's uh, sins. But what I, what, what, and Yom Kippur is the thing that we're saying that we're good. We're not actually the sins, we're not actually the fights, we're actually the lovers. And when someone comes to his wife or his lover or anyone, and he says, uh, you forgive me, okay, I'll forgive you. But that's not really what he's doing. What he really needs to do is he comes and he makes it clear, and if it's not clear, he has to make it clear. That I'm not your enemy. I'm not your enemy. I'm really your lover. I love you. I'm friends with you. That and sometimes if someone is in a bad mood, he's mad at you. So you have to buy him a present, or you give him some nice words, or you write him a letter, or even you ask him forgiveness. But the point is not that there's like a check. Asking forgiveness like that is only for the end of the moment. It's like, oh, you fifty dollars, and you moichel me. Okay, I don't have to pay. But if I'm in a fight with you, and you moichel me, am I still in a fight or not? So usually people, even if they say they're moichel, they're still in a fight because they're not. We're not says What we need to say. Just like we said in I'm saying that a person, that you are the good thing, and the other things that, the bad things are not things that happen to you, they're not you. When we say the same thing, I'm your friend, I love you, I want to be good with you. And if some, we had some fight, or some bad things happened between us, that's, that's something that happened, that's, it happens, it happens. The sur lazul, it happens. But us, we're, we're friends, and that's actually what means, and, and going back into love, and how is this role, and... So, hope that we all uh, start to believe that we're the tzaddikim, that we're the good ones, we're the we're the good ones, and we'll be self-critical like 15 minutes a week. It's more than enough. So everyone should have a happy Yom Kippur. Um,